Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. So today's, the, the title of today's message is, it's, a, it's a, the Father's heart for my life. The Father's heart for my life. Thank you, Lord. One of the very interesting things that Jesus said, he said, I can do nothing, absolutely nothing, without my Father. Jesus said, everything that I am, every miracle, every healing, every anointing, everything that I am, I owe to my Father. Throughout his whole life, he was constantly saying, my father, my father, my father. I want to say to you this morning that in our world, we do not have a motherhood problem. We do not have a motherhood problem. At the root of many of our challenges is the very same thing that Jesus cried out for. My father, my father. Even if you grew up with your father being absent, the cry of your heart is still my father, my father. God is so gracious. God is so powerful that regardless of what your natural situation is yeah. or was, he longs to give you the heart of the father. I want you to get that. I'll say it to you again. Regardless of what your situation is or was or the hurt you experience, he longs for you to know the true heart, the true grace and the true love of who? The Father. Now, Jesus, if you can put this on the screen, Jesus, it's Mark chapter 14, verse 36. Mark chapter 14, verse 36. I want you to see this. And so Jesus says, Nini, if you can get it for me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm -hmm. and he's wrestling with the Father's will. Because the Father's will is elevated. It's different than his natural will. And so Jesus is, is wrestling with the reality that he must die for me yeah. and for you. He's wrestling with that reality. And so he says in this passage, 
something about the Father that we want to make sure is released to your life. Yes, verse 36. He says, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Now, I want you to understand the nature of the Father, our, our God that we call Father. Jesus is in, he's wrestling. It's, it's almost like he was sweating great drops of blood. And he prays to his Father, and he says this, everything is possible for you. So I want you to understand that the nature of the Father's heart, that it's full of possibilities. Mm -hmm. So every time you come to God the Father, he's full of all possibilities. So when you approach God, I want you to realize that you can ask him for anything because he has everything. You can ask him, that's why he says, ask me for anything. Don't play your life short. Ask me for anything that you need. Ask me for anything that you desire. As long as it doesn't uh, terminate your purpose for your life, I'll grant that desire. So I want you to know that when you are approaching God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, you are connected to infinite possibilities. That when you, when, when you connect with him through, through prayer, the Father has everything that you need. The Father has inside of him all possibilities. That's, what, that's how he's able to reconcile your situation. That's how he's able to do through you what man thought was impossible. That's why he says, if you would only believe in me, if you would only trust me. Yeah. And so oftentimes God is not mad at us, but he's disappointed, cousin. He's disappointed because he knows what he has, but you don't know what you have. Mm. He knows what he's carrying yeah. because the father yeah, yeah. Is, the, is the progenitor. Yes. That means he's the starter yeah, yeah, yeah. of the generation. Yeah, he good. holds everything Hallelujah. in his hand. Everything. Everything. He holds the sun. Right, he holds yeah, the yeah, moon. He has the boundary for the water. And yeah, he yeah. says, come to me and ask me yeah. because I have every everything. possibility. Everything. Why? Because I'm the father. Hallelujah. I hold your life. Yeah. Mm. I hold the master key for your life. Mm. Talk to me there about you. There it is. Talk Hallelujah. to me about your plan. Yeah, yeah, God. I hold the master key for marriage because I created it. Mm -hmm. Now here it is. Yes. The talk to me part. Yes. <laughs> How do I figure out what the keys are? and how to use them and when to use them so that I can unlock my purpose, my future, my destiny, yes. and that of my generations. Yes. So that's the intercessory part, right? And so it's the talk to me part where we often fall short. Yes. What do I mean, talk to me? 
we got to pray. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean talk to me, Sister Chris? Yes, yes. We got to pray. Yes. What do I mean? Mm. We have to pray for ourselves. Yes. For my note takers, Mm -hmm. we have to pray for our families, Mm. our children, our spouses. Yes. If you're single, the the spouse that you are looking for Mm. and, and wanting. We have to pray for our neighbors. There are spheres of things we need to pray for. Sometimes we're interceding for others, but we forget to pray for ourselves. But the men and women of God got to pray. You got to pray for yourself. Mm. Do not forget to ask God for what you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say it again because it was a little, you felt a a little bit of, it's hard to receive Mm. it sometimes because you so often give so much, especially the men of God. You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your children. You're thinking about getting the money. You're Mm. thinking about, am I doing this right? You're thinking about what society is saying to you. And oh my goodness, if you're a man of color, it's a whole nother set of issues that you have to deal with that people don't even understand. But you got to pray for yourselves, men of God. God. You have to pray for yourselves, men of God. You got to win in prayer. That's where you get the win. Come on. You got to win in prayer. Let's just look at the scripture really quickly again. Mm. It said, and he said, verse 6, Mark Mm. 14, Abba, Father, all things are possible Mm. unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Mm. Nevertheless, not what I will. Yes. But what thou will. But look what he did when we skip down. Yes. Verse 38. Watch ye and. Mm. Watch ye. Verse 38. And pray. Why? Lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready or willing. Mm. But the flesh is weak. Yeah. Yeah. The flesh is weak. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I want to add to what Sister Janine is saying. You got to win in prayer. Win in prayer. Win you got to win in your worship. Yes. You got to win in the spiritual realm, yeah, yeah. realm because the spiritual realm is the, is the causal realm. Mm, so oh, everything that manifests in the natural realm yeah. happens first in the spiritual realm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you got to win there first. Yes. Don't fight with your boss. Don't fight with your children. Don't fight with your community. Win in the spiritual way. Win on your knees. Yeah. We win on our knees. Ah. That's where we we win. Because we know we don't wrestle or we don't tangle with flesh and blood. No. I'm not tangling with you. You're not tangling with your spouse. No. You're not tangling with your community. You got to, somebody say, win in the spirit. Win in the spirit. And your father. In heaven is in the spirit. That's where he is. He's in the invisible realm. That's why he's constantly wooing you. He's constantly challenging you. Sometimes he doesn't release certain things in your life because he knows what will make you pray. You think that he didn't release certain things in your life because he was mad at you. He said, I know how to get my son to pray. Let me break his car. Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all ain't talking to me. Let me shut off his lights. Why? Because I want to hear from my son. My God. So he knows what will make you pray. (laughs) 
Not because he hates you. See, here's the, here's the interesting thing about God. God knows who his sons and daughters are. Yeah, yeah. He knows who's on his team and he knows who's not on his team. How many of you on his team? See? Watch this, watch this. When you approach the father, guess what? I want you to get this word down in your notes. You elevate. Somebody say elevate. Hmm, my God. Because guess what? That's good. Sometimes what I'm looking at is trash. What I mean is sometimes all around me can be chaos. Oh, you don't receive that. Look to the hills. Look to the hills. Now, he's he not saying that the hill is going to do anything for you. <laughs> the religious folks yeah, think yeah, the yeah. hill is going to no, do. No. He said, look unto the hills. That's where your help from, come from. From whence come on. cometh yeah. my God. help. Woo. Now, my, my help coming from the maker, the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Uh, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Where? In as it is. Uh, That's what he means. That's what Pastor Omar means when he's talking about the causal realm. The causal realm. We pray for the we pray because God Jesus, when he left, well, first he went to hell and got the, the keys, right? Death, hell, and the grave. Death, hell, and the grave. Death, hell, and the grave. But who do you think he left that all of that power and authority to? One person right here raised their hand. They know, oh, okay, this is the middle section is sure. That power and authority is connected to his heart. Yes, the heart of the father. Because, I got it, I got it. That power and authority is connected to his heart. Now hold yes. that point right there. Watch this, Psalm 119. His word for you, yeah, yeah. cousin. His work, why you can walk in peace. That's why you don't have to be thrown off by everything because his word. Now, his word is, watch this, Janine. His word is progressive. His word is, the Bible says that, that there's Psalm 139. There's a book written on each of us in heaven. Chapters, volumes, get this, get this part. The book that God has written on you, Brandon, is so powerful, so great, that it's going to take you eternity to fulfill it. I'll say that to you again. His word is settled. I live with confidence because he settled the issue. See, that's what good fathers do. They, I settled it for my family. Here, watch this. I settle things for Janine by living godly. I settle things in the marriage by being faithful. I settle things in the marriage by treating her real good. I settle things in the relationship by saying that stuff to her. Preach, Pastor Omar. Do you realize, do you realize that the church is a woman? The church is God's bride. So he has to constantly say stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Y'all ain't hearing me. That's why he always, that's why he always wants to talk to you because he knows that a woman internalizes, she never forgets what what was said. That's her nature. So watch this. God is always trying to say something to who? To his church. He cares, and watch this. He cares about his church 
so much. Why? Because he's going to present her to himself. Yes. So watch this. Why would I treat Janine bad? Because when I look at her, I'm looking at myself. So I'm going to iron the dress. I'm going to take her to Del Frisco's. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, and that's why every man needs a quiet space because he got to think about all of the stuff. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Will the real men stand up? Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't look at look at the real men. Will the real men stand up? Y'all ain't hearing me. Watch this. Hey, 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 Rod, I see you. Because what the woman is really looking for, you think she was looking for cool. You think she was looking for stuff. What she's really looking for is the father to show up in you. Y'all ain't hit. Y'all ain't. Can I put some scripture on? Go ahead, put some scripture. Put the book put on. Put some it, scripture Janine. on everything he said. Daniel 10. And I, Daniel, verse 7, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. Daniel said he had to get alone and there were certain men that were with him, but when all of the spiritual activity started, they couldn't stand it in the presence of God. So that stuff fell off. It fell off of them. And some of you men, you keep reading in Daniel, he was praying and praying and praying and it said that Daniel prayed for how many days? And fasted. How many days? Well, he was praying and he was fasting and he thought that the Lord didn't hear him. But the scripture had him wait. It had him wait. It had him wait. And some of us are waiting and waiting and waiting, but we think that maybe God didn't hear us. But you got to keep pressing in in prayer. Keep pressing in in prayer. When you hear that enemy tell you that he's not listening to you, he's not going to answer your prayer, it's too big, it's too hard. No, it's not. Go harder when you hear that. And what happened is that Daniel eventually had an angel come to him. In verse 12, he said, the angel said to me, here it is, men and women of God, fear not. Daniel 10, 12, Daniel, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and chastened yourself before God, your words were heard and now I come for your words. Yes, yes. And Janine, it's the same thing that we tell our children. I don't care what degree you get. Do your devotions. Do your devotions. I said your devotions work. Pray. See, watch this. Win in private. I'm teaching right. our daughter, win in prayer. That's right. Our son, win in prayer. That's right. I don't care what the elevation is. This is where you win. You got to, where you That's win, right. you win with God in private. In private. You wrestle with God in private. That's right. Where you win. Yeah. See, see, see he, he wants us to win. We already won. Oh, ooh, God. <laughs> we already won. Go you got to walk in the fact that you're already victorious. Yes. You're already an overcomer. Already you already beat it. <laughs> it's already done. 
It's already done. And to that point about just making sure you make the first things first. Yeah. Our son was on the news. He got interviewed by two news stations this week. Mm. Yeah. We said he was tired. Has to perform again today. I said, son, take your rest yesterday. He got up. What's the first thing he did? We had to rush. But what's the first thing he did? Devotion. Prayer. Journaling. Of his own accord. Yes. There's nothing I need to rush to that I can't pause and hear from my father first for. Yeah. Because whatever I get to without yeah. doing that is going to be a hot mess. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we got to get our disciplines yes. in order. Janine, it's the prayer. This. It's the prayer. Yes. It's the devotions. And, and what he, re watch this, what he releases, yeah. he releases this one thing. Come on. It's called grace. Yes. God. Hallelujah. Grace, grace. See, somebody can say, well, how you doing that? Grace. It's grace. It's grace. Now watch it. Now watch. Here's another part of grace. Here's another part of grace. I, I tell people this little acronym. Watch this. Here's a, here it is. God's riches mm -hmm. at Christ's expense. God's riches yeah, yeah, yeah. at Christ's expense that that's why we we're, we're that's why we tell men treat your sister good because god the father wants to be glorified through you to teach her how she should be treated so what does he give you to do that he gives you grace if you have grandchildren grab your grandchildren now i'm speaking to fathers because the mother's the mother's going to do it Grab your, grab your grandchildren. Why? He's going to release the great. Well, you might say, well, I'm tired. I don't know what to do. Do something. Okay. Let me, let me, let me be very basic. Yeah. Take them out to eat. Yes. Take them for a drive. Google what you could do. Let me get real basic. What could I do with grandchildren? Pick one. Let me, let me help you right here. What could I do to treat my wife better? Pick one. Practice it consistently. Now watch what happens. Here's what I found out about marriage. What God does, he releases a special grace upon the spouse who honors the marriage for other areas of your life. He'll say this, because you have been honorable here, God, y'all ain't hearing me, y'all ain't hearing me, I'm going to release this grace for your life. Remember that business thing that you couldn't get together? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the grace where you don't even have to do it. They're going to do it for you yeah. and you show up and collect your check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One day of favor <laughs> is worth more than a thousand days of labor. When you step into the grace, they go, my man, Kean. When you step into the grace of God, watch this. You, God, 
you in some of the struggles. It's not saying that you don't have to work. Don't hear me with that. Because we had to study to get this. But as you are studying, as you are saying, okay, let me make sure she's cool here. Let me make sure Atlanta is okay. Let me make sure he's okay. And then he says, I'm going to give you a block of time where you got to study. Yeah. What's that called? Grace. Grace. That's what he makes available yeah. to you. Here's the Father's heart. Luke 12, verse 32. Mm -hmm. Luke 12, verse 32. Mm -hmm. You're going to jump out of your seat when you see this. I find it very interesting that God is constantly talking to his children about fear. Because yeah. some of us don't move into what he has already set us up with because we're afraid. Afraid we might fail. Afraid we might look foolish. Afraid we're going to be criticized. Afraid we're not enough. Afraid of, what if, what if I succeed? Yes. What if they give me the money? Oh, my God. So he's constantly telling you this. Luke 12, 32. Now, the context of all of this is that they started out by talking about, hey, Jesus, somebody died and the brothers were arguing. And he said, your life doesn't consist of the abundance of what you possess. So he, he, as a father, he started to knock that stuff out the way. Your life is not valuable the value of your life is not contingent based on how much stuff you have. And then he goes down to the box. He tells, a, he tells an amazing parable. And then he moves into another box. He says, you should make sure you're rich toward God. Every time you witness to souls, you're becoming rich towards God. Every time you pray, you're laying up treasure in heaven. Every time you treat your spouse, your children, you train them. All of that, you're laying up treasures in heaven. Why? Because you are, you are opening up a generational progression yes. of godliness. And then he says this. Don't be afraid, Janine. For your father, this is the father's heart. Your father is pleased. This is his heart. He's pleased to give you the what? The kingdom. He's pleased to give you the kingdom. Now we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy that is produced by the Holy Ghost. When you look at our dying world, what don't they have? They don't have joy, they don't have peace, and they don't have right standing with God. So that means he creates a clearance for you yeah. to constantly say, I'm put you in right standing with you. Not a religious term, but a legal term. I've given you peace and I've given you joy. So you got strength, you got peace, you got all of that. Now watch this. Then he says, I am going to give you something, the kingdom, to govern you. Yeah. You will be governed by love, God. You will be governed by peace. Oh, my God. You will be governed by joy. Because remember, the kingdom governs you. You will be governed by faithfulness. And listen to this. How does the governing work? Why yes. does it work? It works because the governing happens by the person of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the governor. That's why we have to pull away. That's why we have to be quiet. That's why we have to pray. That's why we have to fast. Because the governor is seeking 
to communicate with you so that when you go out as an ambassador in the kingdom, you know what to say, you know what to do, you move with power, you move with authority, you're not afraid. Living clean? Yes. It's a condition. Not lying? Yes. Repenting when I fall? Being kind to my brother and my sister? These are conditions of the kingdom. That should become the easy stuff. Walking into your job and something's on you so you have authority over whatever demonic spirits are constantly trying to attack you. That's the stuff that we need to be focused on. We got to put away these childish things. We got a city to take. I said we got a city to take, New Covenant. I said we got a city to take. Yeah, yeah. And when we live... When we live in that reality that I'm literally carrying the government of God. The Bible Ooh, says in Isaiah 9, on, 6, it. he says, teach. in the increase of his government, yeah, there shall be no end. No well, how does that happen? Because it's happening in Brandon. Yeah. It's happening in Everett. And so you are literally, as you move throughout life, you are literally bringing about the government of yeah, God. Yeah, God. So if you got married, oh, you bring shit, the government hey, stop, stop. of God in that marriage. God, when you, with your children, yeah, you yeah. literally bring about the government of God with your children yeah. in your community. You literally bring about the government of God. That's what makes you different. Woo. That's what makes you bold. Peculiar. That's what gives you an edge. Yeah. That's what makes people look. Yeah. Why? Because they see the father. Woo. Now watch this. The father's heart is so needed that Philip asked a question in John 14. He said, show us the father and we will be satisfied. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. At the very core of our dissatisfaction is, is, is we haven't experienced the Father. And Jesus answered, because he was a master, he answered Teeny. he said, have not I been with you this long? And you have not seen God. Oh my God. The father. Then he oh went took God, down the God, box oh some God. more. In John 14, 21, he said, now, if you love me. Come on. Ah, if you love me, be faithful to your spouse. If you love me, obey my commands. Mm. Now, it's interesting. They weren't suggestions. Hallelujah. Do what I've commanded you to do. Yeah, now watch yeah. this. He says yeah. this in 1 John 4. He says, every command that I give you, remember I just talked about grace? He said, whatever I ask you to do, it is not burdensome. God. But God, I don't have time. You make it burdensome. You don't love me. Jesus. Let's read it again. Here's the John 14, test. 15. Yep. Read it together. If, if you, you love me. Stop right there. Let's read it again. If, if you love who? So if I'm not doing the keeping of the commandment, I don't love then according to the scripture, you don't love me. Now, now watch this. We can 
We can do a whole lot of stuff and it not be love. Oh my God. Come Ooh, on. Jesus, help us. You can, you can, you can, you help, can. Help, help, you, you ever see people that exist in a relationship? Yes. yes. I'm just getting through, girl. I can't wait to, I can't wait till he go to work. I'm just getting through. I, watch this. That's called existing. You don't love me. You don't love me. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus says, if you love me, mm, mm. you will. Keeper. Be a keeper. Keep. Watch this. Watch this word keep. Mm-hmm. You will honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You will cherish. You will cherish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the greatest thing. My father died 12 years ago. Here's the greatest thing my natural father gave me, his word. Uh. If you give me your word, I don't need your money. Mm, mm, mm. He, he said, oh, you the one. Come on, come on, come on. Now that's coming from a father. Oh, I love your heart. Yeah. Mm. Take care of the family. Mm. That word, if I have that word, I have confidence. Here's what young people want they want a word from their father. Yeah. And the women will say this say something to the children. See, the enemy will fight you to be. Quiet. Watch this. Here goes my, here's my interview. Here's, here's, the, here's the interview. Janine. Yes. When you were growing up, what did you most want from your father? I wanted him to talk more. He was there. My father was always there. There was never a day when my father wasn't was, there was, for so me. So he was present? He was present. He, he provided. was providing. He even gave good counsel. I knew he loved me but I wanted more of his voice. Did you want him to take you anywhere? Absolutely. Why? I wanted to be with him. Why did you want to be with him? He was my father. (laughs) I remember distinctly a time when I was a, I was a little girl. I, it's one of those memories that still burned in my mind and I was standing in the doorway and I remember saying, but daddy, why won't you take me? Why won't you take me? Why won't you take me? And when he left, I cried so badly. I was, I was heaving. I was bent over weeping. And I remember my mom kind of, you know how somebody's crying, a little kid's crying, so you kind of lift them up? And I remember my mom kind of coming and embracing me. And hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But the little girl didn't understand why she couldn't go, right? And so as fathers, as men, what I would ask that little girl that was crying yes. that just wanted to be with her father, what, what that little girl is asking of you, mm. what your wife is asking of you, what your mother sometimes mm. is asking of you is just to explain yourself before you go. Because when I got older, I understood why I couldn't go with my dad that day. But I carried that for years, not understanding. Yeah. 
And yeah. it can crush a it can crush a child's heart, not just a little girl, but a, a little boy. But the spiritual implication is that when we sit with our daddy, when we make time to yes. sit with him, yes. he's never rushing off from us. Mm. He's never rushing Amen. off from us. Amen. And so we all need to be more like our daddy, our Abba, our yes. father, when we think about communicating more explicitly why we're doing what we're doing and and that would leave much of us as the body of Christ less broken and more equipped to fulfill our assignments. Amen. 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 And as we as we yield to God. Yeah. What Thank he you, does it's it's we don't understand how he does it. Hmm. He makes a way out of no way. Thank you, Jesus. He, he, yes, he, he, he. Yes, he does. Because one might ask, well, how do I do this when I didn't grow up with the model? Mm -hmm. Jesus is the model. So he models for us how to engage with God the Father. Now watch this. Remember I talked about grace. Grace says, I'm going to reconcile or I'm going to make up for or I'm going to redeem yeah, yeah, yeah. what you grew up in so that you don't have to live in anger, so that you don't have to live in unforgiveness, so you don't have to live in resentment. We got to know in our hearts, God the Father can heal me from what I didn't have. Yes. God the Father can release his spirit upon me to make up for the hurt that I feel. God the Father, watch this, can upgrade my capacity. Come on, he can upgrade my mindset. That's why you win in private. He'll upgrade your treatment of everybody in yes. your yes. circle. Yes. It's an upgrade. That's why you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Because if he be God, he can do anything. If anything. he be God, anything. he can be a father yes. to the fatherless. Yes. If, he if he be God, God he can raise another man up. That God will be glorified in that man and adopt you and mentor you and sit with you and treat you well and teach you and train you if God be God. Because that's where the hurt is. That's where the pain is. That's where it is. That's why John the Baptist he came in the spirit of Elijah with a J because Elijah was the only prophet that mentored somebody else. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. He's the only prophet. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. He didn't come in the spirit. John the Baptist, he didn't come in the spirit Come on. Of Jeremiah. Uh -huh. He didn't come in the spirit of Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't come in the spirit of yeah. Nahum. But he came, he had to come with a fathering spirit. Because he had to come, Fabio, in a fathering spirit because it was only a fathering spirit that would open the door for the son, Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. So John the Baptist comes in the spirit of Elijah with a J. Elijah was the only prophet 
that laid a double portion on a son. Watch this. That's why when we come through Jesus, we can pick up a generational mantle. When we come through Jesus, we don't have to live where every generation starts over. That's right. Every generation scrambling to get their house money. Every generation scrambling how to do marriage. Yeah. Every generation scrambling with the funeral money. You don't have to do that scramble. No scramble. You got to start to reject hey, the right. scramble. Reject the scramble. That's good. Because a good man yeah, yeah, come on. leaves an inheritance for at least three generations. Yeah. And he shows you how to do it. Watch this, Luke 15. He says, when Jesus saw this, this, this the prodigal son, his son left his country. He left the kingdom. And he joined another country. He came to himself, and then he had a revelation about his father. Yeah. He said, my father's better than this. See, your revelation of your father it should quicken you to move out of certain situations. Yes. It's not until you get a revelation of how good God the Father is, you'll jump out of that bad relationship. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. jump out of that bad come job. On, come on, come on. You'll jump out of those bad things that you come accept. On, come on. But it's when you get a revelation that my Father provides more than this. Yeah, yeah. My Father can do more than this. Now, this is how God goes and gets people. It says that when he... He saw his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody got to pray, Lord, teach me how to see people. Come on, come on, that's it. He saw his son. Yeah. And when he saw his son or daughter, he began to move towards I'm asking you in the spirit, I'm asking you in the spirit to recognize people that you see that you need to move towards. Who is it in my heart? Because the Father's heart is always moving towards people. Practical, right? What you're saying right there. How do we move towards people? So we got to take this yes. from what is what you're hearing yes. today and apply it apply it today friends yes come on apply it tomorrow don't apply it any later than yes, tomorrow sir. because as you apply it every day of this week your life will change okay so let's take it to a very practical application a sister was here on tuesday she was frantically coming up afterwards saying i got to i got to fast I got to fast. You talked about fasting. I got to fast. I got to learn how to fast. Tell me how to fast. But the Holy Spirit said, it's something beyond that because she's not just asking about fasting. I said, what's wrong? She said, my mother, she has cancer. Her operation is on Friday. This was Tuesday. She said, I got to start fasting tomorrow. What do we do? We address the real need. We got to pray for her mother. But we're going to teach you how to fast. What do we do? Call her the next day. Do you have the Bible app? No. Okay. I'm going to send it to you. Download it. I'm waiting. Tell me when you have it. Okay. Do you see the button at the bottom with the check mark in it? 
You can download a plan that begins to teach you about fasting right on your phone. I don't see it. I don't see it. No problem. So we can't just be excited about the rich word. We can't just love to hear it and watch the videos. We got to apply it. I talk to her every single day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Was I busy? Yes. But I had the grace for it because that's the assignment. Not just for me. Not just for Pastor Omar. Not just for Reverend um, Howard and her husband. Not just for Bishop. This is to all of us. All of us. Ephesians talks about the doma, the gifts, the leadership gifts, the apostle, the teacher, the pastor, all of that. But the ministry to the saints is to all of us. The ministry of going out and doing the command of the great commission is for all of us. We got to translate this commandment into stuff that changes people's lives so that when we're up on them, they can feel and know that the kingdom of God is upon them. But when they leave you, they can't just feel good and feel excited. They got to know how to live. Yes, yes, yes. What can you do this week? What can you do today? What can you do tomorrow? To let somebody know that because you've been with the Father, you know that he is near. Mm. 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 But that you can also be a one who has the Father's heart towards them. So that they can come out from where they are to where they're supposed to be in him. Mm. That's the great commission. Mm. That's your assignment. Mm. That's my assignment. It's not about the robes. Mm. That stuff is everything that's there for why Mm. Bishop said. Mm. But when it comes down to it, we got to do what Jesus told us to do. And when we do what Jesus told us to do, he'll give you your business. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But as you do those very simple things, he'll say, oh, you made my business a priority, Come on. and now watch what I do for you. Come on. Watch how I blow your mind in front of your enemies. Yes, yes. Watch oh. how I give you peace. Woo. Watch how I give you joy. Woo. Watch how I give you what you could never pay for. Watch how I get you in the meeting that other people are fighting Come to get on. into. I'll on. give you a table at yeah, the yeah. meeting. I'll give you things that you didn't even want. I'll give you an opportunity to pass some stuff by. Why? Because you made me a priority. Hallelujah. Why? Because you love me. Thank you. Jesus. I'll give you the best robe. Yeah. I'll give you a ring. He gave his prodigal. He gave his son a ring. On, the ring means him? access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave him a robe. The what Bible says he gives me a garment of praise for Come the spirit on, of heaviness. And listen, this is how you clothe you, people. Jesus. Give people a word. Yeah. That's how you robe That's them. I good. give my son a word. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. this. Do this. Be strong. That's how you can be anointed every time. Because you're clothed. So he gave his son a robe. He gave him a ring. You can't, when you sit with people, you got to think, Lord, open some doors for this person. Lord, give them access into some domains that have been hidden from them. And he gave them shoes. Come on. The steps of a good man. Ah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Ah, The steps of a good man are what? Are what? Are ordered. Only let me go where you send me. How beautiful are the feet 
That means where you go, you bring peace. Yes. Didn't I tell you righteousness, peace, peace and joy and is joy. the kingdom of God? That's why you can organize every chaotic situation, not through your control, but through your Come presence. Because there's a whole lot of people that think they bring peace by control. No. I bring peace by presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Presence. Presence is a ministry. Presence is a ministry. Sometimes somebody just needs you to be there. Dad, this person sat with me. They called me. Then he made a covenant with them. Now here's, the, here's what the other brother did. The other brother heard music and was outside. Here's what the, he was angry. It's interesting that the people who, who believe they're with the father can sometimes get angry Come on. When they see the new people yeah, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, teach it. And they see the new people embracing something that was always theirs. Now, here's the heart of the father. The father said that you are with me. <laughs> Everything that I have is yours. Is yours. Yes, but yes, your yes. brother was dead. Ah. Hallelujah. People that come were on, once on. dead are coming back. Yes. You got to learn how to rejoice with dead people that have come alive again. That's the kingdom of God. Stand to your feet. I'm learning how to rejoice with dead people. The Father, the Father's heart is always after dead people. People that are spiritually dead. And the people that were supposedly in the father's house. He said, well, he wasted all his money with prostitutes. How did you know that? You made that up. Here's the point. The people that come back from the dead after they receive Jesus Christ, you don't know what they went through. Sometimes you don't even need to know what they went through. But what you need to do is rejoice with them. Sometimes you can't rejoice because you don't know what you have. But as you win in the spirit, you will start to rejoice. Have you received the Father's heart? Have you received the Father's heart? It's a good heart, isn't it? He's a good, good Father. He's a very good, good Father. Father, come on, let's bless him. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Open your mouth. We honor you. We worship you. You are the king and you are the glorious one. You are the God alone whom we worship. You are a good, good father. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.